Oh boy, just another day, another dollar. We're back, back in the studio, back for work. <laughs> I almost, it's I like, cool. I stalled a little cool. bit. What's up, everybody? Serious, serious. It's serious. the all day, everyday show. Where am I looking at today? With all day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. Just another day, another dollar in the studio at work, powered by Dimers. Oh boy. Boy, do we have a lot to talk Yo, it's about, about the today. music. Like, I could just be tired in the morning or something. It just fires you up or as something. As soon as I hear that music, I'm like, let's go. Guys, it's, uh, it's Twin Spires time. First six weeks of the NFL season. Only two more weeks left, right? Because we're in week four, okay? Um, so sign up using code. Uh, actually, it's not even a code. Just head over to www.dimers.com backslash ADED. You'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. And that only not supports that only not only uh, helps us and, and supports us, but you're getting a free bet. So if you lose that bet, you get to come back and you bet that one again. I do want to say this too: for the month of October, we have something coming for all of you guys watching and listening. Um, something to help you guys out, maybe get you helping us out with these signups, but also giving you guys a little bit of a of a, uh, of a reward. We've done yeah, this before. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to leak too much, but we have done this before. And we so. did tell y'all there was another giveaway coming. Yeah. For everyone who so, listened back All right, back so then. now he already said it. So we are doing a goddamn giveaway. We'll talk a little it's bit more right. about this on the uh, on the reaction show this week. But... Just stay locked in. Stay locked in, okay? Uh, we have a lot to do today. I'm going to pass this over to Manny. We're going to be going segment to segment really fast, knocking this shit out, <sighs> and uh, and getting you guys ready for, for the weekend. Not only NFL Sunday, but... Uh, the MLB playoffs. So what are we so doing? So let's go, boys. First and foremost, we're going to go over this AO wild card and NO wild cards. That's NOS uh, baseball race going on right now. There's some, there's some juicy races going on right now. You got the Dodgers and the, and the Giants battling after the NOS title. That's going to come down to the wire. The AL, you got about three, four teams in serious contention. A couple teams falling off the wagon. A couple teams trying to get back on the wagon. The Seattle Mariners are trying to get back in the playoffs, baby. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. And also with the NL, you got the Cardinals that won 17 of the last 18. Alex, how much you up right now if you so bet them? If the you win bet $100 on the Cardinals on their 17 game win streak, you would be up $19.2 million. God damn. Like, think about that. And now it, for people that are like, well, how, does, how the hell does that make sense? Not only is it 17 games, yes, but they were underdogs in that, in most of those games. A lot Almost, of short lines. You know? So so that's just something to think about. Would would you have really bet $100, 17 games in a row on the Cardinals? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I, I, I would love to see if there's one person that did that. One person. But I doubt there was. But then we're going to stop back over to college football and talk about, can anyone actually beat Bama or Georgia? That's right. I have some interesting thoughts about that. Then we're going to go to Sunday Night Football. You already know what's going on. Brady back to Fox, bro. Brady and Bill. There's been some juicy headlines going on, some stories, some alleged things going on in that, in that locker room during this time there when Georgia's departure. We'll go over that game. Then we have a big, big, big Monday Night Football game with the Raiders going, it's going to so far to play the Chargers. I like this matchup a lot. I think there's some value on one team here. I'm going to release a pick at the end of this show when we go over this game. A little <laughs> bit of a risky one, but let's dive into it. It's going to be a good chance. I also do want to mention my Giants a little bit. Towards oh, the yeah, yeah. Show. My bad, my bad, we my can, bad. Will can, they win a game? Right. We can we can wrap with that one. Um, okay, so let's go to... <laughs> the fucking football Giants. <laughs> the uh, we'll, we'll start with this AL and NL playoffs, mainly kind of this race that's going on here. Let's start with the NL. Okay, so Tuesday and Wednesday, October 5th. And sixth, starting with the AL on Tuesday, that's the wildcard game, and then the National League following on Wednesday, October 6th. So we kind of, I want to get the NL out of the way here first. We know 
pretty much what that NL wild card is going to be. We already know that the Cardinals have this locked. And I do want to say a little bit on the Cardinals here, as we already mentioned, that $19.2 million winnings that you could have had, um, that I wouldn't have had. <laughs> but uh, so here we go. So in uh, the beginning of August, August 8th, they had a 1.3% chance to make the playoffs. Jesus. And then they win 17 games in a row, and uh, and they make the playoffs September 28th. So almost uh, just shy of two months. And they're in there. So that's crazy to think about. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about, too, with this 17-game win streak is that's the third longest streak in the last 60 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Third bro. longest win streak in the last 60 years. They win six more, right? Wasn't the A's 20? 20... 23. I, I was going to say 23. Don't, don't call me 23, I think. I think but it's six more games they get there. They, I don't even think there's six left nah, for them to even yeah, get there. But there. imagine if they got, like, 22, and they're like, oh, we almost signed the record. We almost signed the record. You know? Uh, but it, it's going to be crazy. So if you think about this this uh, NL wildcard game, you look at the Cardinals. They're obviously locked in there already. Yep. And then the next fight who are trying to either win the division and get out of this wildcard sweat because yep. of how this is how the wildcard's set up is I honestly don't like it. Yeah, um, I was going to say, this This is one of those years where it just proves to you that this setup for the, for the MLB playoffs is bullshit. It's, it's a, a one-game showdown. You have... The Dodgers, as of today, Thursday, September 30th, they are at 102 wins. The Giants, who are at 104 wins. So one of those teams is going to lose that race and then play in a wild card game versus right. a Cardinals team who's won 17 of their last 18 in a one-game... In a one-game sweat show. Are you basically. fucking kidding me? So like I'm I, a 100-win team, and I have a one-game? I, I have one game? You've been literally preaching This me. needs to be a best of three. You've been pe- preaching me as a Yankees fan over the past couple of years because actuals, you know, not not this year. They're not going to get to 100 this year, but in previous years, they're a 100 win baseball team, yep. and you know they're not beating the Rays. They can't get the division, so yep. they're a 100 win team, and they have to go sweat and win a one game showdown in a wild card like, come game on. to get into the, the DS to go play the Rays. Which I mean, is it's, also it's, bullshit, it is but. it's great. Like I, th- I think I said this on a podcast before. It's great TV. Like I love oh, watching. I love watching. You know, that's like game. a. It's essentially like a. You know, watching a game seven because yep. it's it's li- it's win or go home. It's yep. as simple as that. So it's definitely um it's tough for teams that that fight so hard to get there. But as of today, like Manny said, the Dodgers are two games back from the Giants. So we got a weekend series to go for the for both of these teams and it's and some interesting series there. Dodgers go, Dodgers play play the Brewers. Yep, that's a tough series. And then the Giants have the Padres, obviously. And the Padres played them close. Their last series, they lost by it was a three game series. They lost by a combined four runs. So there's a chance that there could be some shakeups going on. One of these teams is probably going to drop one or two of these games. The the Giants have been struggling with the D backs a little bit. They haven't they they've won, but they they've been some sweaty games last well, night. You bring up a good point on the Padres too because yep. you know you remember. Last season, last playoffs, when Tatis was just a baller, he had all those those gifts and those videos of him with the big swings and the bat flips and all that. And we're not going to see that. They're obviously nowhere near in contention to win the division, <laughs> and they're ten games back from the wild card, so we won't see them in the playoffs. Um, but they're still playing scratchy ball. The they get to play their NL West. They get to play their NL West rivals with a chance to spoil their, spoil their season, like because if you can just force one of these teams, I guess who are they? Whoever they hate more, the Dodgers or the Giants, force them to play in a wild card game. Send them home on account of us. They love that. But let's remember, let's remember that this team, this Padres team, was electric. Yeah, they were supposed to be the team in the NOS. They were were supposed to be what the the Giants are right now is what the Padres were supposed to be. And, you know, we had to put a lot of credit on ourselves, too, because we did say in in our MLB preview and predictions, this is back when we were on Zoom, okay? We were in, I was, we were doing our show in different places. I was, I was here in a studio in a closet. 
Manny was at home. We were on Zoom, and we did say that this NL West is going to be the best division in baseball. And you have that. two teams that are well above 100 games and, going, and are going to finish well above 100 games. So it's definitely wild to think about that. Yes, like, okay, yeah, we, like, we called that. Like, you know, we, we did mention that. Woo! But still, <laughs> nobody thought the Giants were going to be in this yeah, position. Facts. Getting Gabe. Good old Gabe Kapler. After a shitty season with the Phillies, moves on to the Giants, and you're like, oh, I guess the Giants yep. are going to suck again, and, and they're not going to be in contention, and they're in this fluke, and what are they going to do? They make some good moves. They get KB, yep. and, and, and they're firing on all cylinders. So it's going to be cool to see. If you're a Giants fan, or even if you're on this Giants team in this organization, you got to be frustrated if you blow this and you lose these next two games or, or you blow this, you know, this divisional race and and you give this division to the Dodgers and you're like damn now we got to go sweat this out and we were in contention and and we had this division almost locked for a good majority of this season so and when you look at the Dodgers and you know we had all those trade talks so Trey Turner's over there Max Mad Max is over there too (sighs) everything that they were able to do and after we had a stream when we first started streaming on Twitch shout out Twitch by the way um everyone was like and and us too how do you not bet on the Dodgers after that? And yep. now you're like, damn. Well, I I was the only one that was yeah, like, that's I would pump the brakes on that. But, but even one interesting betting piece that I saw, the Dodgers are the favorite to come out of the NL and the favorite to win the World Series right now. I think that to win the World Series, I think they might be plus 350 right now. How? They're, so that's telling me something like that's an absolute trap. Like, I don't think the Dodgers are going to be able to make it. They're, they're telling me. But 350 is still good. They are, but they're most likely going to play in a wild card game versus the Cardinals. And then if they win that series, they had, if I'm not mistaken, they would have to play the, the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. And you're going to lay a plus 350 from the Winter World so Series? I don't I'll like the vi- value on that. That's a tough road. Regardless a of what happens. That's a tough road. Regardless of what happens in this NL race for the wild card, if the Dodgers get in the wild card and they have to play the Cardinals, fine. If the Giants lose the division and the Dodgers win the division and the Giants have to go play the Cardinals, that's fine too Facts. because hopefully – you know, no disrespect to the Cardinals. They've had a great run, able to get themselves into the playoffs. Nobody thought, literally no one thought they were going to make the playoffs. Big fucking as as the right percentage, the 1.3 percentage says so on August 8th. But hopefully we can see a Dodgers-Giants matchup. I mean, yep. this is what we look to see in the playoffs. And last year, we had the same thing with the Padres and the Dodgers. Yep. Right? We wanted to see that series with, with Tatis and Machado there, and we were able to see Cody Bellinger when he had an all, you know, going insane last year. So we want to see a series like this. Um, So it's definitely going to be a fun way to start the playoffs. Obviously for these baseball guys, if you're not big into baseball throughout the entire year, I know it's a long, long season. You can't really stay locked in unless your team's really doing well. I understand that. Or if you're a degenerate gambler. Fair enough. But (laughs) everybody tunes into October baseball. It's a great atmosphere. Obviously everyone's going to say, well, you know, it's playoffs. I have to watch playoffs. I don't know, man. It's it's a little bit different with uh, with MLB playoffs, and 100%. I say the same thing about NHL playoffs too. It's just a different atmosphere. NFL playoffs, everybody knows, like it's almost like the same. You know what you're getting, essentially. Yeah. But when you you know MLB, it's just it's it's a different because it's it's how the seasons are lined up. So you look at MLB season; it's long. Like I just said, it's very long. Not many people are really tuned in for the entire year, and then ratings go up. Everybody's yeah, there to I'll watch say, these the playoffs. The one thing I would say about the MLB playoffs, it's like a nice little shock because the thing about the NFL is like Casey's going to sell out no matter what if they're playing at home. Like the link's going to sell out at home no matter what. But when you get in the playoffs, that energy goes up a little bit, but it's still the same places getting sold out and the energy's it's higher, but it's not like MLB. That's what I'm, yeah, and that's a great point. I mean, it's it's tough. To like look to, at look at the Dodgers game at one ten. They're playing the Marlins in June. 
Right. I was just going to say. 10,000, 15,000 people Yankees, there. Look at the Yankees right now. Look seat. at that stadium when they play in October. Right. That energy in there, every pitch, the towels. Remember, waving, there's nothing I like saw it. this one TikTok when the Nats were on their run and, and they did essentially what the Cardinals did. Mm-hmm. Weren't supposed to make the playoffs. They mm-hmm. make it in there and then they go all the way and they win the whole thing. And it was a TikTok of Soto running out to the field, taking the field for the first inning um, of his game. I don't know what game it was, but it was a camera following him as he's running out. And he's running out to the outfield. And it's like every kid dreams of this. And the fans are going nuts. nuts. It's a sold-out crowd. He's running out. He's holding his hands up like this and, and pointing out to the crowd. And, you know, it's just a different atmosphere. It's something that we're really looking forward to. So that's really all we got on the NL. It's Like I said, it's, it's almost predictable of what's going to happen. Yep. Because, again, the Dodge, it's, it's Dodgers or Giants in this wild card. And regardless, we're assuming – I'm not trying to make an ass out of you and me. Uh-huh. <laughs> But we're assuming that the Dodgers or the Giants, whoever is in that wild card, will move on and play either the Dodgers or the Giants, if that, if you guys can grasp that. So let's go to our AL. This is a little bit more spicy in terms of our wild card, who's spicy. actually going to get into the playoffs. Right now, like Manny said, Thursday, September 30th, the Yankees are up one game, and they, that means they'll have home field. So they're the four seed. They'd have home field, and they would play the Boston Red Sox. If That's if everything stays the same. The Blue Jays are one game back. So they're right in there, okay? So it could be Yankees, Blue Jays. Hopefully Yankees are still hosting. As of these past couple of years when they're, and when they're in the wild card, and like I said, they're having those 100-win seasons, they are the, the home – they get the home game for the wild card, and that helps out anybody in that yep. game seven, essentially, like we said. So that could change, though, because the weekend series, the Yankees play the Rays. Rays already clinched home field. They did that last night with their win. Um, so – and it's really tough because Boston's coming off a series against the Baltimore Orioles. And I was bitching to you about this last night. It just sucks how play, you, play. you know Yankees have to sweat out a series against against these Blue Jays. they got one more game tonight. And then they go sweat out uh, another weekend series against the Rays and hope that they can get in. Garrett Cole did say he pitched last night. Nine hits allowed, six innings, five runs. Not his best showing. But he did say, and I said to Manny, I'm like, get it all out now. You're going to pitch in a wild card game. Get it all out now. <laughs> he did say, though. If he needs to be ready for Sunday to pitch against the Rays on Sunday, he will pitch on Sunday, which could backfire. Yeah. But I'm saying you got to get in there at all costs. That's what I mean. So you got to get them in there. So he did say he will be ready for Sunday if he if he, if need be. Kluber's on the mound tonight. This doesn't matter. You won't see this end. But hopefully, you know, I'm able to watch them. And hopefully, Manny and I talked about we're thinking about getting over to a play a Yankees playoff game. The last time I was there was three years ago. Um, and it's just a great atmosphere. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so different. We talked about it, but it's so, even when you're watching on TV, but when you're there, it's like, yeah, it's playoffs, everything, you know, it. you know what you're getting, but it, it I don't know. It's just when you, you, it's a different type of feeling when you're at a May or June Phillies game. Like I went to a it's couple of Phillies. It's, a, hang, it's games. a hang. One, one's a hangout and then one's like, we're locked. The we're locked in. in. Right. So, um, and, and, you know, when you, like I said, when you look at this AL race, it's it's definitely a lot more um, spicy and exciting yep. to look to because you have three teams that are battling here. And like you said, the Mariners are trying to crawl their way. I was going to I was gonna say, I was like, I, in this race, I, I think there might be some weird things going on. Honestly, if you look at the layout of it, I mean, the Red Sox are kicking themselves in the foot so much before that losing that series to the Yankees. They're getting swept yep. at Fenway. Then I think they drop one of the Orioles and then they get back on track. The Blue Jays play the Orioles in the last series. They obviously, like you said, the Yankees play the Rays. That's a tough, tough, tough yep. series for them. The Mariners are calling back in this thing. Their bats are getting hot. They've been pitching well. I think they gave up 
no more than two runs in the four of the last five. They play the Angels in the last series. That's a favorable series for them. I, my personal opinion, I think it's going to be the Blue Jays and the Yankees. I think the Blue Jays take on the 30th tonight. I think the Blue Jays take this game from the Yankees. Emotional win last night, big win. Bo Bichette, two home runs. I mean, it's just a huge game from him. They might take this game just off that momentum, and then I think the Yankees can take two from the Rays. Not, I don't hopefully, think them, hopefully need, need need to take two, and need the Red Sox to drop some of the Nationals. The Red Sox, I mean. I, I I was we when we did the prediction show I was like this team sucks yeah, I remember no, saying I this literally too. I was like this team sucks and they and then they had started having a good season a really solid season they were I think they were leading the AL East they were they were, they were leading for, for a while for a little bit for a while fell off a little bit and then you seen why we all thought this team was gonna suck down the stretch they don't suck but I think they probably drop one to the Nationals and that probably take my contention so I'm looking at the Yankees and the Blue Jays here I think that and I think that's gonna be a crazy well then crazy. you look at the the. The last weekend's uh, weekend series against the Yankees and the Red Sox, and the Yankees were in Fenway, and they swept the Red Sox for the first time in since 2015 that, that they got a sweep in Fenway. I didn't know that hurts. that stat that it took it's it's been six years since they they've gotten a sweep in Fenway. That's crazy. So that's that's kind of what sparked this seven game win streak that was obviously sla- snapped last night. But if you look on the other side of this playoff picture for the AL. It's the Sox, the White Sox, and yep. the Astros. So if the Yankees can get in and they go play the Rays, and maybe this year's their redemption year, hopefully they can get through them, then they got to, you know, go back and either go get some more redemption on the, on the Strohs or get some redemption from the, uh, from the, what's the, what's the, Field of Dreams game. I couldn't, uh, yeah, I, couldn't yeah. I couldn't figure that that walk off from the, Tim the chalkiest game of all time. Chalkiest game of all time. So maybe we can go with redemption I, there. I, I I'm like I'm really interested to see if the Mariners can sneak in here though. Because if you do see a team like the Yankees drop two and then maybe the Blue Jays drop one of the Orioles and then and the Red Sox drop two to the Nationals, like the the Mariners are gonna sneak in there because they're taking two from the Angels guaranteed. Right. Uh, yeah, guaranteed. Sunday the third is going to be a huge day for baseball. I think the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox and the Mariners all play that day. Some day games flicker out through there. That's going to be a day where everything's going to be found out yep. and solved. And, and I, I'm going to feel bad for you. I'm going to have a great time. Well, because I, want, I, want, I really want to go to another playoff you. game. I really, really do. Um, like I said, it's been three years, so I want to go be in that atmosphere again. I sat under the overhang in right field. I saw Judge hit a home run. I saw Judge drive a homer in front of us. It was awesome. So I want to go live that experience again. And now that we have cameras and we do this for a living, yes, you know, we can go document all that. So let's head over to college football. Like Manny mentioned in the beginning, it's Georgia and Bama, or is it? So I'm going to just kind of say my little two cents here on Bama. Um, I, it's the simplest way to put it. I don't think anyone's stopping this team. Um, after their game against Ole Miss this weekend, it's a, I think it's a 3 p.m. game on CBS, they play three unranked teams. It's Tennessee, LSU, and I'm forgetting the other hey, one. Hey, LSU's a good football team. They're going right. to go in there and beat Auburn this weekend. Sorry, Sam Linton. They're going to go in there and beat all <laughs> And then after that, after those three games, it's Arkansas, who's eight right now, and then good, Auburn good team. to end the year. So, I don't know. I, I do think that they win this weekend and they win those next three, and then it'll be if, if Arkansas can do what they did this past weekend and beat up on, on Bama and kind of send them out their way. I will say this, though. I have to give a lot of – listen, before I turn this over to you, I have to give a lot of credit to Nick Saban for putting – a championship caliber team on the field year in and year out because and I'm saying that straight. and and I'm saying that because you look at a team like Clemson who have been so dominant with you know their offense with with T-Law and Travis T Higgins when he was there 
all of those guys, as they were able to build that dynasty that Clemson had, being in the top three, you can say top four, top three, really even top two in these past couple of seasons. And now you drop and you, you know, you drop two Don't so far. That team with Deshaun Watson, Hunter Renfro, Mike oh, yeah. Williams. Shit. Like they had some squads. And you're though. two and two this year. You're now 25 um, in, in the rankings. And now there's no shot after their loss this past weekend. There's no way that they can make the college football yep. playoff. It's not, it's just statistically, it's not possible yep. to do so. So, like I said, I just do want to give a lot of credit to Nick Saban because I don't think, obviously, he does get a lot of credit, but I'd say he does just because even when you let your guys go and they go to the NFL. He has 73 of them in the league right now, by the way. Yeah, see, that's crazy. But even when they get there, you're still able to go back, regroup, reset. And get your team ready to go be another championship contending team. And they do that year in and year out. Yeah. Like, I mean, we know who this Bama team is. I'm going to say this. They're not amazing. Like, we've seen some, like, really, really, really good Bama teams this past decade. This is not one of the best ones. They have a really, I mean, Bryce Young's a hell of a player. They have hell of a, they have amazing players throughout that team. But this is not the most amazing Bama team we've seen. I will say this. That staff is, I mean, it's always loaded, he, and, and Nick Saban always finds a way to get a great offensive coordinator. But then you have Bill O'Brien come after he just sabotages the entire Houston Texans organization for, for a couple years. Yeah, I'm going to go be Saban's OC and just win a bunch of national championships now and just act like I'm the smartest offensive mind in the world. Cool. Go for Bill O'Brien. Penn State guy. Yeah, we always love you. <laughs> Penn now, State's four, by the way. Uh, yeah, let, let me get there. Four. Let me get to that. Let me get to that. So, Bama, I do, I do think they are susceptible to get caught. SEC championship situation. I don't think they lose in the college football semifinal, but maybe in the national championship. But I mean, they are, they are, they are. They'll be, they'll be one or two the whole year. I don't think they drop on the whole year. They might have another close call, but they, the Bama usually has one close call a year, and Florida gave them that. Now to Georgia, because it is like, can anybody be Alabama or Georgia? Georgia, absolutely. This Georgia team, I was high on them to start the year. They are not who we think they were. I mean, let's be honest. Clemson's now two and two. They lost to NC State. Georgia, you beat that team ten to three. Your only touchdown was the defensive touchdown, a seventy-five yard interception return for touchdown. Your offense scored three points. You're not like teams like Penn State are around. Penn State's a good football team. Sean Clifford heard everything everyone was saying and in the offseason. Jahan Dodson's there. I mean, Joey Porter Jr. is the most probably underrated cornerback in college football. Oregon's there. Kayvon Thibodeau's back. He's back getting sacks, doing what he does. Oklahoma's there. Spencer Rattler's a really good football player. He was getting booed in, against, West, against West Virginia, and I didn't understand why that was happening. They were calling like, for, we want Caleb. Yeah, we like, want they're, Caleb. They're calling for Caleb Williams and shit. That's not a good look. Caleb, I mean, not Caleb. I mean, Caleb Williams is a good player, too, but Spencer Rattler is a dog, and he wasn't getting protected the right way. Dog. But that's the best defense Oklahoma has had in a while. So and they're doing that through so fact, like we have to be able to stop these SEC teams. You've seen it a couple years ago when Baker was there. They had the offense to keep up with Georgia, but they couldn't stop them, and that's why they lost. I think there's about three, four teams that could really get Georgia. They played Florida week nine. We see what Florida did when they played Bama. I think they get knocked off there before we even get to the college football playoff, before the SEC championship. Bama's going to cruise their way through. They're going to be in this thing. Maybe they, maybe they get caught in the SEC chip, like I said, but I don't think so. Georgia, though, Georgia will have a loss. By week ten, guaranteed. By week ten, yeah, it's um, when you, you, and and you brought up good points with Penn State too and Oregon too. Just looking at these, it's it's a different type of year. Who thought Oregon was going to be up top there? Who nice. thought Penn State was going to be up top there? They've been crawling. Now, now, mind you, one thing I'll say about this Penn State team is they that's the it's it's, a, it's the same group from last year. Essentially, a couple pieces here and there, and they went through it all together, man. Oh, I know. Started off zero and four, finished four four and zero. 
are 0 and 5. That's what I mean. They now. crawled. They they so that team's together, and that's there's a lot of diversity with their team. There's a lot of pride with they that. They just fought through, and they they had the um they played connected dots. Yep. They they put the puzzle pieces yep. together, and now it's it's obviously paying yep. off. So will they make it? Look, it's too early to say. It's four games in the season. But hey, we, I mean, this is the best Penn State secondary, arguably of all time, one of Penn State's best defenses ever. I mean, you saw them play the SEC team; they were flying around. Now listen, though, flying around against Auburn, if they, if they lost that Auburn game, and, and they, and, 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 and I'm sorry, I know this is old, but the refs trying to, like, the refs had Auburn spread. They had the Auburn spread. They made them punt on a third down. I watched that; I was livid. James Franklin was going off on the refs. They made them punt on a third down. That's horrible. My bad. I had to say something about that. Well, because I was just gonna say, you know, like if they did lose this Auburn game. We're not really talking too highly That's on them. True. Um, you know, they'd still be in the top twenty-five, yeah, but maybe in the teens. They, but, a, you they know. play Indiana this week, and then they go play a big game at Iowa next week. That's going to be a huge game, and it's always a good fight with them too, yep. with Iowa too, and, and Minnesota too. Yep. Um. So yeah. So let's head over to our Sunday night preview, and then we'll do a Monday night, and then we'll head to the Giants. So Brady, <laughs> I know. I just, I just have to. It's, it's going to be fast. I just have I to say it. my two cents. I just love that you guys fucking suck, and you got to talk about it on the show. Yeah, you know, I, I just it. have to, because I have to be realistic. Okay, we will get to that. Sunday night preview: the Bucks and Tom Brady, especially heading back to Foxborough to face off against his former coach with the dynasty that they had. That everybody knows how he be, really became the goat. Yep. Um, as, uh, as Brady has already mentioned, per Adam Schefter's Twitter that this is not a time for reflection for Tom Brady. It's a time of business, and you can really see that, and you can attest to that because of this last uh, loss that they had this past weekend. So we're going to see. I mean, it's. I think this is a, a simple betting weekend here for yeah, this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's yeah. going to say, well, you got to take it. Oh, he's back. You know, he, he might catch some booze or something like that. Listen, he came off a loss, and Brady and, and Belichick, as that's coming out this week, you know, it's been – Discussed a lot from um, Seth Wickersham's new book, yep. It's Better to Be Feared. Yep. And I, so there's two quotes that there's were posted on ESPN Instagram that you guys can go ahead over there and read those yep. exact direct quotes. I'm kind of going to paraphrase a little bit of that. But a lot of this is that's been talked about and discussed this week is what goes into when uh, Brady wanting to say goodbye to Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he wanted to do that in person. Obviously, it makes as sense. As a man should. As a man, you know, not, and not even really that, just to show his respect, his appreciation, fucking 20 years what they've done kinda together. Kind of won a lot of rings, I mean. You know, so we just <laughs> want to show, I'm moving on. Um, thank you for everything. I want to shake your hand. Thank you. I am moving on. And, and I, I won't be playing football with you ever again because, you know, it's the career's slowly wrapping up. I mean, yep. you know. I mean- I'm not yeah. saying it's this year, but I'm just saying, right. you know, just look at the age, though, right? Yeah, so I'm not I'm not saying it. But um, so Belichick in this in this, you know, article, in this little excerpt here, um, he couldn't make it. He could said he wasn't available, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and it ended over the phone. And a lot of the controversy and a lot of the talks that's happened this week um, all over sports, all over the sports world is, you know, that's just bullshit on Bill's part. Um, and it just it's it's odd how a relationship that they had. A dynasty that they had it ends like that. And then there was another one. Again, it's same on, on ESPN's uh, Instagram there. They have the same quote. Um, the It was also talked about how their relationship between the two of them have deteriorated over time. And, and Brady actually wanted out in 2017. I don't know if that was after the Super Bowl loss to your Philadelphia no, th- Eagles or I, if it was before that season I even think, started. I think the story was he resigned. He ended up resigning with the, with the Patriots in 2017, but he told people close to him that he doesn't exactly. want to play with Bill anymore. And it started. And and, I, and, I mean, that's the thing. Brady's 40, a 40-year-old 40 legend, the greatest football player of all time. 
Yes, Bill Belichick's going to treat everyone in the room the same, but you can't treat a 40-year-old Brady, the GOAT, the well, same I, way as you treat a, a, a rookie on that team. You can't do that. You can't treat Damian. You can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. I, that's, that's the one problem I have about Bill Belichick. At some point, you have to, like, no one's going to be mad that you start treating Tom differently. It's Tom Brady. Like, no one's mad that they treat LeBron differently. It's LeBron James. Like, they earned that right. At year, year one to seven, sure, be on Brady. But you get to year 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, he's still doing the same thing for you. Bring you to two straight Super Bowls twice. Not winning two straight, but bring you to two straight twice in the last decade. Yeah, I mean, he... he well, I just liked, just um, in the same excerpt, Robert Kraft's quote, and he was just saying, you know, he brought up the fact that Belichick wasn't giving Brady the respect that he deserved. Yep. And again, that was in this this quote here. And um, like you said, Brady told people close to him in 2017... I don't want to play for Bill anymore. And that was the quote from this excerpt. Again, ESPN Instagram, you can go check that out. And um, Seth Wickersham's new book, It's Better to Be Feared. So I just think it's a little um, odd that a dynasty like that, and we're learning that now, you know, Brady was like, those past three years, prior to those three years, I didn't even want to be there for those last three years. That shows, again, how the relationship had deteriorated. And also, I like how... Robert Kraft is saying, I was gonna say, Bill, how, show your boy some respect. How how together, I mean, obviously they're, they're a well-run organization, but how together is this front office connected with Bill, like Bill Belichick? Because you saw, there was one quote that said that Robert Kraft said, I'm about to go meet the biggest fucking asshole I know or something. He was talking about Bill Belichick. Like, he could have been joking, but you know, there's times you say that's jokingly to your boys and you really mean that shit. Right. Key, but, like, oh, you know. Yeah, you I know, and, it, and, and, it's, and it's like, okay, well. Now let's see how this organization does when Brady's not there. Right. How they can rebuild. We'll see how together they are. There's a lot of interesting storylines with this game, man. James White's out too. It would have been. I feel like he just what was it the hip hip injuries. Brady probably would have loved to see that guy because I, I I heard um Aaron Rodgers talking on on Pat show and he was saying how he's like yeah I get to go see MVS and I get to see guys I used to play. With. And you think like guys like that like are not MVS. It was um God. It was Geronimo Allison. You saw Geronimo Allison. It was someone else. He was like, yeah, I can't wait to go see those guys. And it's like, damn. Like even like guys who aren't like the All Stars on the team, you want to go see him. Obviously, the coordinators over there. Brady has a relationship with everyone in that building. Right. He knows them in and out. I think he goes in there and stomps their head in. Honestly, and and, and it's because there's so much on the line here. First of all, this could be the 32nd team he beats. He could break the passing yards record this game. And all the storylines going on. He didn't want to play for Bill for those last couple of years. Probably felt a little disrespected by him. It I'm just excited to see, like, at the end of the game when they shake hands, like, if it's like a yeah, uh, good, like, game, I, good game. I think, I think, I think after the game thing, like, because it's not like it's high school or whatever, you got college, you got to shake everyone's hand. It's like, I can go talk to that guy if I want to. If not, there's 105 players in this field, right? I but and he but is that gonna, means again, people are going to be following, he's going to all now. like you know, shake everybody's hand and, and and hug those guys that he had that dynasty with for many, many, many years, yep. and you know. When he's running out to the field and he's going to have all those pictures and talking to Mac Jones, you know, you're the new dynasty. Maybe he even says to him, I see a lot of myself in you. You're going to run this team for the years to come. You're the new generation. And then all those cameras, you're going to see 200 cameras around a circle of Brady Brady and Bill. Saying whatever the hell they're saying after the game. I think uh, because both of them cannot deny the fact you know, that they're seeing all of these discussions throughout the sports world this entire week. I'm going to be honest. I think Bill makes a point to go shake his hand for the cameras after everything he said this week. Like when people come out with these headlines and the excerpts oh, from yeah. the book and they ask him about it, he's like, oh, no, I think he's the greatest player of all time. He can play He can play till 50 if he wants to. All this shit now he's saying to fabricate it. I think he's going to try to make a point to go shake Bray's hand. I think Bray's going to try to give him the cold shoulder and give him one of these. Uh, 
yeah, bro. Yeah, see ya. See ya. But kind of like how her, do you see the clip of Herbert? And yep. he was like, not, I don't know what that was. Yeah. Herbert, if you guys didn't see, Herbert was, uh, after the Chiefs game last week, he was, it looked like he was well, avoiding I mean, Pat. Remember what, remember maybe what, he didn't hear him. No, but remember what Pat said about, about Herbert going to the season? He said, yeah, I mean, he's a good player, but I got to see it to believe it. And Herbert didn't forget that shit. And then he balled on their heads. Balled on their heads. So, uh, we we are we are riding with the Bucks this this uh, weekend. Um, it, I, I think it's just going to be a, a, a massacre. It's be a massacre. I mean, the, that whole that first of all, and that that whole Bucks building is full of vets, and it's a whole team from last year. They're so together. They love Brady. They have practices at Brady's house. Even if Brady doesn't want to snap, all those guys are going to have his back. Yeah. Be ready to go for that game. So I think it's going to be a slaughter in Foxborough. And um, yeah, we're we're expecting big things from that game. Can't wait to see that. Excited that it's uh, another Sunday night primetime game for them, and as it should be, Brady's return to Foxborough. All right, so two hour Monday night game: the Raiders and the Chargers. Raiders getting their second Monday night game in four games. First was Week One against the Ravens, where they were able look to get at, the look W, at Vegas. and they're the they're a three and O team, and and now they're taking on Justin Herb, or as Patrick Mahomes called him when he was running to, to get his attention at the end of the game. Herbie, <laughs> big game coming up on Monday Night Football for the Las Vegas That's probably why he didn't shake his hand. Raiders Call me and Herbie. the Chargers. Patrick. What do you got on this game, sir? The Raiders, baby. John Gruden. The Raiders. Listen, the Raiders have shown us they can win a tough game on the road in primetime. They already did it versus Baltimore like you highlighted. This team's legit. Derek Carr is a legit MVP candidate right now. I mean, they got Renfro, Ruggs, Edwards, Waller. That's who John Green says the best player he's ever coached, which is wild to me. That is wild. He could be correct. This team is good, man. And and I I saw that when they beat the Ravens, I was like, okay, let's watch them. That game that they just won against Miami, bad teams and middle-of-the-road teams lose that game. You throw a pick six, you start down 14 nothing. Like, you don't win those games unless unless you're a good football team. Now, it's going to be tough to see them come off that emotional win, but I think the Chargers are coming off a more more emotional win versus Chiefs. That's huge for them. That's the divisional game that they kind of stole on that kind of pseudo-PI call. You could have called it a PI. I don't know. They are back at SoFi, and they did lose their first game at SoFi, so they probably will be looking at the – I mean, not probably. They will be looking to win this game very much so, but I don't know. I, I honestly think the Raiders are going to come out with this W. I think people are – like, I think – Do you? You think the Raiders are going to win this game? I think the Raiders are coming out with this W. And I'm going to be honest because something, something's telling me – Yes, the Raiders are a better team. This spread is, I think it opened, I think it opened it's, at four. It's, it's three it's right bet, now. It's bet, it's bet down it's to three. Chargers minus so, three so right now. So you know the money's coming in on the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think people are, I don't want to say overhyping, but they're going to overvalue the Chargers after that win. And this is a big, big letdown spot for the Chargers. Well, let's see. So Raiders. Well, it's, have, it's none of the divisional game, but I, I just think the Raiders take this. I, I think the Raiders are legit. I really Raiders had their primetime game, their Monday night yep. game um, at home against the Ravens week one. And now. Chargers get their primetime game at home. I don't think Justin Herbert, I'm not calling him Herbie, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, Pat, what the hell? <laughs> um, but I, I don't think Justin Herbert's losing this game. Um, I, I, it's it's very exciting to see a young quarterback developing like this because you look at how what he did last year, right? Came in, developed, and he was a stud, and we knew that. And then we talked about this on the reaction shows, but now you look at these rookie quarterbacks that now the headlines are coming out as, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, you're not ready. You're not ready to be a starter. So, and you looked at Herbert last year, and that obviously was never a headline. Never. People might have said that when he came in to first start, and he proved him all wrong. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a Trevor Lawrence backer, so I thought that was, you know, 
I thought he was going to be fine. Pick up right where he left off. It's a young quarterback. It's a different scheme in college. But I'm I'm excited for this game. I've Austin Eckler on my fantasy team, so uh, I'm excited to get some some PPR catches out of the backfield. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna see. I think um, Peyton Barber had a, had a huge game last week. We say over 100 yards and able to get into the end zone. Um, like you said, you mentioned Darren Waller. So it's gonna be exciting to not only see Vegas in another primetime game, but they do deserve this game. They're three and zero, and in that in that division, Chiefs are one and two. Thanks. Mind you, they get the Eagles this week. That's at the links. You never know what could happen. Home game, whatever, whatever. But that's no, that's no. But it's going to be really exciting, and, and I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. If, I mean, I'm not a guy to get other jerseys of other players, um, just because I like you know getting guys from my own team. But if I were to get like another football team jersey and another, you know, I'd get a Justin Herbert jersey. And their jerseys are, are sick as hell. That light blue, the yellow. You know, no, nah, I'm a, I'm I'm a fan of the Chargers. Like I, I mean, I love I love Herbert. I mean, it's hard not to love Herbert. Love Asante Samuel Jr. That kid's a baller over there, baller. I just just honestly think like, how about Mikey Williams having a year? Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, game last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, you're right. One thing about the Raiders is if you look at how they was it last year, I forget what exactly, what exactly it was, but they love playing well until the end of end of October. They'll play amazing You're September right. and October. They'll go four and one, five and, and one, choke. five and two, and they just fall off. So this is something that like they're one of those teams that they ride their momentum. Positive momentum, awesome. We're winning games, winning games. We lose one, lose another bad one, and then here comes that negative Full momentum. Full circle moment, ready? That's just like the Red Sox. Facts. They're Facts. amazing throughout Facts. the year and right down the stretch when they need Facts. to to get themselves in a playoff spot, they blow it. Facts. That's more that's why I like the Raiders even more tonight because it's I mean, not tonight, Monday night football. Just because their team, when things are going great, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, we were in oh, yeah. Vegas. They're probably going out to party. Gruden's walking around with a lip in and practice, having a great time. <laughs> no, he It's didn't. relaxed. We're not, even, we're not even in full pads. We're in half pads all week. But I, I just think they're feeling good about themselves right now. I think this is a big win. They can think they can prove another statement on, on the prime time stage. I think they get it done. At least they at least cover. Take them three and a half. Don't take the three. Take them three and a half. But I think they take this game. Right? And the over-under, I do want to say this just for our betters out there. The over-under is at 52 and a half. I am personally not an NFL over-under better. I do like college more. I I'm probably going to say that, that a lot over. more throughout this season. Um, is, that a, is that a podcast player? Are we taking that over? Is that a podcast player? Shit. 52? Uh, it's at 52 right now. 52 and a half. 52 and a half. So you need what? Just over? Like a, 20, like a 28, 24, 28, or yeah, 31? Yeah, you need... You need Relatively, we'll just say, hypothetically speaking, you need four touchdowns each. Yeah. Okay. And you know, but again, it's it's more like four touchdowns and like you know three and a field goal. But a little thirty-one twenty-seven, thirty-one twenty-eight. I mean, that's this is the game for it. My personal opinion, I might I I, I might take that over. I like that. Yeah. So, um, but that's it on on the on the Raiders. There, we will kind of discuss both of these games in our reaction show. Um. That team, I didn't even think about it. that game has a ton of single game parlay value. You could get busy with that. You could make like four different ones and they all could look good, honestly. So Holy we shit. definitely will be taking a look at that. Um keep that that over under in our play for um our weekend play for at the end of Absolutely. our lotto show. Absolutely. Um quick plug, but you guys are gonna be I mean you guys are gonna see it after you guys the are fact, gonna see it after the fact, but if you if you do miss we're, we're gonna be on the Thursday night lotto tonight with Jerry. If you do miss it and you're hearing about this the first time on this podcast, go to our Twitter. We'll have it retweeted. We're hopping on Thursday night lotto with Jerry, putting some plays together for this Thursday night football game. Even if you don't like obviously you're not gonna be able to bet the game, but even more listening here what Jerry has to say about betting, I mean he's a great betting mind. That guy's yeah. the goat. Um, we're gonna have some input as well. You can learn some things, pick up some things where you look at for next week. But that's what we're doing tonight. You'll see. We're that. trying to make a 
on paper, very boring game, way less boring. Facts. Right? Big facts. So That's what we do. And as we head over to the Giants, if you don't want to lose like the Giants and you want to win like the Giants, head over to our landing page at dimers.com backslash ADED. Sign up to BetMGM. Bet $20 and win 100 Manny did that. And he got himself $50 in free bets. You can go do the same. Go win with us. We will be posting some plays as well as the year progresses. Hang out with us. Bet on ben, Bet MGM. A great book for you guys to get onto. And uh, and come support the show. So as we head to our last segment of the day, it's going to be very short and sweet. I just have to um, address the biased comments from earlier and really kind of dive into my thought process as my optimism has faded. Yep. Okay. Let's just look at the Giants right now. It's, I'm going to say this fast and just kind of give it to you. The Giants are 0-3 right now. And here's their next seven games. This is what their next two months look like, okay? These are the next grueling two months of football for this team. This weekend, they are in New Orleans. Mm. After that, they go down to Arlington to AT&T Stadium to take on the Cowboys, ah. who just threw up 41 ah. on the Eagles. Who's next? After that, they are home against arguably the best team in football at the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. Then they are home against Sam Darnold's Panthers. Yes. Have they? If there's one. If there was one. I knew you were going to say for that get, one. I knew you were going to say for that one. It could be and now that. the Panthers played really good teams besides the Saints. Like I said, McCaffrey, Not really. McCaffrey's down. J.C. Horn with the freakiest injury I've ever seen. Dan Arnold's now over there. Dan though. Arnold's gone. There could be some things going on. Dan Arnold's in Jacksonville. There's something, mm-hmm. something but, going on. But um, besides the point there, I mean, that, like you said, I, I'll, I'll give the benefit of the doubt there. Okay. Maybe not kill my whole mojo here. If there is a game to win there, it would be that one. So that is the first four in New Orleans, in Dallas, home against the Rams, home against the Panthers. Then, after this Panthers games, they fly to Kansas City, <laughs> Arrowhead Stadium, on Monday Night Football, which there's been rumors that Eli and Peyton might be doing the true ESPN broadcast for that game. That's fine. I'm not positive on that. Don't quote me on that. But I've been kind of seeing some things on that. Probably won't happen because they want to yeah. keep ESPN team right and then them, them be on ESPN too. But that is Monday Night Football. In our head against the Chiefs. Think about that, guys. I mean, that's just a loss waiting to happen, okay? And then we have the... You go back home and you play the Raiders. Okay? We won't know this because, again, that's like... Now that will be in six weeks when the Raiders typically start to fall off. So, hey. You never know. But looking at this team now, it's hard to pick. It's yeah. hard to pick the Giants yeah. in that game. You know, that they even though they will be back home. And then they finish this seven-week stand... And they fly down to Tampa to take on Tom and the Bucks. Look, last year they, the defense had a great game on Monday Night Football. They they were in MetLife for that game. I really do believe they should have won that game. It was a bad, bad, bad PI, PI call that was not called. But in the end zone, right? Yep. Yep. And 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 that would have exactly what you're talking about. Yep. So so they they did lose the game there. But you know, looking at the at the Bucks team this year and the Giants team this year, that's just an easy outweigh and happen. Just like what I said about the Chiefs. And then after that, this is this is the <laughs> eight week stand. Um, it's not stopping. You know, not this one, it, it is stopping. I just want to mention this one just to make it. No, I'm just saying for the poor Giants, it's just like, all right, we got to fly here. We play this fucking juggernaut. Well, team. then they, they after Tampa, here, they come back home. And this, I want to, I don't want to end on, on seven weeks. I want to make it the full two months. Then they end after that brutal 
uh, and grueling seven-game stretch. They head home and they take on the Eagles at home November 28th. Um, I just, I mean, like, still not. We're not great. I'm just saying that's still a great game. Like, it's still a tough game for them. Yeah, I mean, Very it's tough a tough game, game for them. both sides, but it's a winnable yeah. game versus oh, yeah, 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 these yeah. other seven where it's yep. like, what the hell? So still think about that, guys. Game. 0 three right now. That's seven games right now. Are we really saying that in November Thanksgiving weekend? Oh and eleven. We're gonna say zero and ten before they play the Eagles. Really? What record is that? What stats can I? Need, I think you guys will have one. I need that stat. I think you guys will have one. I need that stat to say when the last time they were, if they ever, You're were just... zero and ten after the first ten games of the season, huh? So yes, my optimism is gone, gone. Am I still going to be a fan? Am I you still going to watch hope. this game? Am I still going to be hopeful for them to yeah. win games? 110%. But reality has to check in at some point, right? That's the, that's the thing that has to just come to the conclusion here is reality has to check in at some point. And we have a schedule like this. I remember looking at these games and I was like, all right, so the lose to – this was at way before the beginning of the season started and the schedules had come out. Okay, lose to, lose to the Saints and they'll get their win at Dallas. They'll split with Dallas there. I was assuming that the Rams weren't going to be so dominant, you know, how they are now. So I'm like, you know, maybe they scratch one there. Then I was like, Panthers, W. Chiefs, has to be an L. Raiders, W. And then I was like, Tampa, they played them good at home last year. This could be a fight. Maybe they squeak one. And now I'm like, no. This could be one and six. At best, at best, okay? We'll say at best, right? It's got to be two and five. And where are the wins? Panthers and the Raiders. That's it. You're not interchanging game. You think they really get lucky? And, and, and they go beat the Rams and the Rams defense. It is, it is a home game, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I was happy that you get a sold-out crowd for the first game of the season against Denver. And then they're gone. And they come back for the Falcons. You get a sold-out crowd because it's Eli. Tell me when you get to that Rams game at home. You're going in New Orleans and then in Dallas. Most likely 0-5. And then you come back for the Rams. Who the hell is going to buy that ticket? You tell me that. Who the hell is going to buy that ticket? Who's going to go to that game? 0-5, you go against the Rams? Directly after that, you have the Panthers? Maybe you'll have a turnout for the Panthers game? And then you come back with the Chiefs after that? Who's coming back to watch the Raiders game after the Chiefs game? Who? No one. No one. Where? I thought this could have been a year for them to, just with how the division has unfolded these past couple seasons, this could be a year to maybe squeak the division. Get themselves into the wild card, especially with how the how it panned out last year. I know, oh, this year's a new year, whatever. Last year's behind you, whatever. But they really had a chance. I mean, yeah, you know, if the Eagles, if the Eagles won that game, then they would be in there. But you know, and they would have. And I wanted to see that because I want to see what they would have done with that defense against because their defense was really hot at the end of the season. What they would have done against the, against Tom, they probably would have lost that game. But I wanted to see the chance. Brady against the Giants is is never a good mix, and I wanted to just see what would have what would have happened. That's all. But now. You know, as I'm coming to this full conclusion here, I don't know if I have faith, and I don't know if I can put my faith into that. Again, it's early, but you look at the schedule. How can you not be worried? How can you not be concerned? How can you not already be looking to hand this division to the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, you just think about who you're drafting next year when you, when it comes when it comes into this whole thing. You guys could look at a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau that we already mentioned. I need a, really a good new offensive coordinator. You do need a new offensive coordinator. I've already said my piece about Jason Garrett on the show. Now, I do. I will say this, Garrett. Package wise, has been doing better. The first couple weeks, it was a lot of old school, heavy this, heavy that. Now he's kind of spreading out a little more. It doesn't look good at all. 
Notice, guys, I have not worn any Giants gear yet. I think, show. yeah, it's it's been it's been bad for you, man. It's been bad for you, bro. It's been real bad for you, bro. I don't. What's the status on Kenny Galladay, Stone Shepard, anything? Are Blake, they, are they, Blake, do, Blake. Well, Blake I, I do want to say we already talked season. about this. Blake Martinez. We talked about this on Tea Party, um, but Blake Martinez is done for the season, um, and that just hurts. I mean, led led the team in tackles, just all around great player for them. I mean, is I didn't Jabril, think is of his, Peppers as good as you guys thought he was. Yeah, I mean, James can, Bradbury's can, having a down year. I mean, can, not down. He had a great year last year. He's gonna, it, he's it's tough to though. meet those yeah. those same. You know, it's this, just tough. You guys put together last year for the last like eight or nine, what was it, eight or nine games? Eight games you guys put together real real nice, and then the, that spark was winning when Daniel Jones was out and winning in Seattle yep. when Colt McCoy had to be quarterback. Yep. You know that Facts. was the spark there. I was that, for it. And um, I don't know. It's really sad. I don't know if. The defense can do what they did last year to keep this team intact, keep this offense intact. Um, it really comes down to, regardless if the defense is having, like you said, with 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 uh, Bradbury having that down year, and it's not so much a down year, they're just not meeting those same expectations that they had last year. I would say even if the defense is not meeting those same expectations that they had last year, the offense still has to come out and try to put some points on the board. Yeah, we can't score 14 you look points at these, versus the fucking Falcons. We can't you you can't that. have your, your, your two scoring drives be – two field goals against the Falcons. So, I mean, you're not going to do that against the Chiefs defense. Certainly not going to do that against the Bucks defense. Certainly not going to do that against this year's Dallas defense. Certainly, the last one I'll say, is certainly not going to do that against the Rams defense. So, um, I just want to say my piece on that and just get you all out there to realize that, yes, I'm not a dummy. I know what's happening. I know what the next two months look like. And I know I, I have my predictions, and I know what's going to happen. Can we just get a new offensive coordinator that's going to run some type of spread? That's concept? what I want, dude. Can we can we put Why some, was he can not... we put some real big draft capital on this O line? Maybe some trade capital on this O line. Why did he come? Open back? up some holes for Saquon. Let Daniel Jones be protected when he's been protected, and he can do his thing. He's looked good. I hate seeing I hate seeing um you know I see these TikToks where it's like wasted talents. Or wasted NFL players. There's like eight of them on the Giants. Part three. There's like eight of them like on the Giants. Saquon Barkley. And I'm like, yes, that's everyone's been saying that. Okay. That's been the past couple of years with him. He's gonna be running to the ground. He's 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 gonna get hurt. It's a waste of his career. It's a waste of his talent. You gotta just open up a hole for him. I need space. I need space. I there's no way Jason Garrett should be back this year. What what was the front office? Why? What you saw what he did with Dallas. He wasn't even calling the fucking plays. He wasn't calling the plays that the team was that shitty. So what was he there for? Why is he still here? I need a new offensive coordinator. Bad. I, I'm, I'm done. Bad. I'm done. That's the that, that's the show. I'm done talking about the I Giants. Mean, I mean, uh, Odell was. A, I remember when Odell left the Giants. I was, I was kind of like, I feel like other people. Don't were fucking like, say Miami. Don't say it was the boat. No, no, no. no. I'm <laughs> saying. No, I'm just gonna say. I'm, what I'm saying is. When Odell left, I think people were like, "Why is he doing this? This isn't good for his career. He should stay with the Giants. They have a stable organization. Him and Saquon can be something serious for these years." He's looking like he made the best decision of his life. I couldn't imagine if Odell was still here right now. I mean, Dale Jones would probably look a little better. He would still be doing what Odell does. But I mean, you got to free it. I mean, it's free Daniel Jones. It's free Saquon. It might be free Selling Shepard. Might be free Blake Martinez. I mean, might be free James Bradbury. Free Jabril Preppers. Free the whole team. Free, free every competent football player on that team. Just tell them to go ahead and just enjoy your career somewhere where it's going to be enjoyable. Not to play because football. they just need to keep building around these guys. I mean, like, like they have on paper, they have these guys that can be really, really well-round playmakers. True. They That's just need true. A couple put, like I said with Penn State, just continue to find the dots that you have to and connect, connect them. Okay. Put the puzzle pieces together and finish the puzzle. It's, it's, it's. I'm not saying it's so close, but they have the pieces where it's like. 
we need a couple adjustments here and there, and we're there. And it's it's and and I'm saying we're there because you look at this division. It's not like they're in a very very tough division. Uh, I mean, you know, you have it's one team. It's it is it's one it's, it's one to two teams, and you sprinkle in the Eagles, and then if the Giants didn't have this, that's generous of you, bro. Because I. Nick Sirianni and the boys. I think you go like Salt Bay with the Eagles, and then you do like a grain for the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Like a grain of salt over for the, the, over the football team. No, no, no. Like so, you have you have uh, okay, you have okay, one okay. team, and then you okay. have like kind of the Washington yeah, team, yeah, yeah. and then you have like you do a Salt Bay action yep. with the Eagles, yep. and then you do like a grain or two with the Giants. Yep. And well, that's how the division's Eagles really. And the, Eagles and the Giants will three 2024. They'll be back. The division probably flip, but where the hell will we be then? Oh, that's the show, fellas. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening today. A uh, lot of stuff that we just banged out. I have my paper here that Ooh. I'm just done with. So if you want to check us out on the Twitter page, notifications of everything that we got going on for these next couple months, planning everything, getting our paycheck, able to buy some things here and there. Um, check us out on the on the Twitter page at ADED Podcast. If you want to see some reels on the Instagram, we got to get some more pictures of us. We got some cool thumbnails coming out for the new videos that we're doing, so we'll be posting those on there so you can see our faces. Other than if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and give us the five-star rating as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But if you if you are only listening on Apple Podcasts and you're not seeing us on the YouTube, the All Day Everyday Show, then you can just go over the Instagram and see what we look like, see, see what we're doing, see what we look like in action, see the pictures of us, all right? Head over to... Um, to our TikTok as well, getting to our, our road to a thousand followers. I want to go live for you. I want to see, you know, just us talking. You know, you never know what can happen on TikTok if you are, oh. you know, I'm saying, I'm saying, like if you're if you're scrolling through and people don't know who we are, and I'm just talking, and they see, you know, maybe I say that I'm in podcasting, that this is what we're doing, and they start asking some questions. You know, how did you get into this? You know, it's cool to have those conversations with. Just random people on TikTok that have never heard of us or, or, or seen us before, and that can help us get more of our following and get more exposure out there. So head over to the TikTok, which is simply the All Day Everyday Show. And if you want to see us live, speaking of the live, the Twitch. We are back streaming on Twitch. Took a little brief hiatus. Had some Twitch complications. I was also away for a little bit. But we're back. We streamed last night on Wednesday, and we will be back doing that soon for you guys. Grinding out the Apex, grinding out the Fortnite. Trying to just uh, win some goddamn money. Win some money. We had some. We had some money bets last night. We had some money. We cashed the Dodgers plus a thousand live. The Dodgers plus nine fifty live. The Dodgers plus one fifty live. We had a three team parlay with the Dodgers, Mariners, and Giants and plus one fifty six cash. We had the over twelve cash. The over 15, 14 and a half 15 cash. And a half cash. Over fifteen cash. So if you guys want to head over to the Twitch, watch us live, chat with us, talk to us in live. From the Twitch, we will be able to. Chat with you guys, interact with you guys, and you can win some money with us. Okay? Okay. Lock that in. Facebook page, I haven't shouted this out in a while, but that's just simply the All Day Everyday Show. We love what we're doing, man. Um, and like I said, we have a lot planned for you, and we will have some more uh, some more news for you on what our plans for are for this giveaway in October. We want to give back to you guys again, um, and we're able to have some money now from Dimers to do so. So very, very exciting for us and hopefully very, very exciting for you. Keep rocking with us. Keep riding with us. The show will always move forward. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate you. Another video in the books. It's the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. My name is Al My name is Alex Jacobs. Sorry, but you can call me All Day AJ. Peace out, boys. We love you. More paper. I was trying to hit the, the camera bullseye. Peace, boys. Sidearm. I couldn't do it.